0: This podcast is The Simple Fix. From the desk at Old Mates. This is the Backyard Tech Podcast. G'day everyone. Welcome to a new ongoing series of what is being called The Simple Fix. Now, I'll give you a little bit of background over all this before we get into the rest of the podcast. Now... My viewers and subscribers over on my YouTube channel, Backyard Tech, will be very familiar with what is called the Keep It Simple Stupid Tutorials, or the K-I-S-S-Tutorials, where a viewer and or subscriber asks me to do a simple tutorial on something tech-related. It could be a Linux problem, it could be a Windows problem, could be a hard- computer hardware, both PC and server... Could be a pro audio problem, could be a home AV problem, so on and so forth. Even an 80 series problem, because I do have an 80 series Land Cruiser. So the Keep It Simple Stupid tutorials are designed to put things simply. Well, here with the Backyard Tech Podcasts, we stretch that and we call it the simple fix, where we take a topic, okay, and we apply a simpleton's simple fix to the issue. Now, this is purely for entertainment, and it is utterly and totally tongue-in-cheek, all right, completely tongue-in-cheek, because frankly, if this worked, well, number one, I'd be financially comfortable, and number two, we wouldn't need politicians, ever, because we'd be able to do this simply, okay, really, really simply. So I'm taking what I do at my YouTube channel and just expanding it a little bit more than just tech, okay? So if you've got a a problem, within reason, by the way, so it may be a business problem, maybe a socioeconomic problem, could be a global problem, um, it could be a, you know, something like that, get in touch. If you do suffer a depression and anxiety, like I do, I have a pretty... I'm pretty bad, if, I, if I'm honest. Um, you know, I can probably apply a simple fix to that problem. So, the simple fix is designed as completely tongue in cheek um, and it is for entertainment purposes, but it also shows you how sometimes the simplest of fixes can sort out a problem. Right? Now, we're gonna do this from an Australian point of view. Now, my international listeners, I am an Australian. I live in Victoria, but I'm also, I also like to deal. I like to come to a happy medium, right? Australians love making a solid, handshakable deal that's fair for both sides, all right? So the idea is that. The second thing is, those of you who do watch the Backyard Tech channel on YouTube are familiar with my daily channel promos, where we have coffee time. So all these simple fixes revolve around finding a cafe or something, sitting down and having a cup of coffee because you can get more done over a nice hot cup of coffee in a friendly environment than let's say you can when you're dealing with a bunch of bureaucrats, diplomats and politicians because we've seen that sometimes just does not work. Okay? It just does not work. All right. So now there's the background. Let's get into... This episode's The Simple Fix. Okay, now, firstly, I have my coffee. And just so you know, I do have it. Nice hot cup of Aussie coffee, all right? Now, what we need to do is we need to sort out some geopolitical issues at the moment. And let's face it, war. Now, I don't know about you guys, I'm sick of hearing about all the wars going on the wall. In the world, I'm wore out, utterly wore out, because there's just too many of it. And when you've got you know, diplomats and bureaucrats and politicians in the mix, it all just gets completely and utterly befuddled and messy. So what we're going to do with this one is let's sort out two problems for this podcast, the Middle East and China. All right. Now, first off, the Middle East. Arta shamozzle. It's dead set in the Fed Income Department cactus. You've got Muslims against Muslims. You've got Muslims against Christians. Jewish against everybody else. Everyone with everything all over the countryside. The West Bank, Gaza, Palestine. It's it's just a simple mess. And what we're going to do here to start off with, we're going to ignore Israel and Palestine. We're going to look at them at a later date. But what we're going to do here is fix, you know the Muslim areas and the Islamic areas and all this type of stuff. All right. Now, as we know, Muslim and Islam are not a race. Arab is the race. Muslim and and Islam is a political ideology. Okay. We've got to separate those two out. First thing we've got to do is tell the USA to go home. Okay. Just go home. Because, frankly, this is going nowhere in a big hurry. So, US, go home. The entire military, the CIA, the NSA, all of you, go home. All right? Then we just basically tell them to nick off. Okay? Go home. Right. Then we get the warring factions of Islam. We get the moderates. We get the moderates. We get the extremists. We get those who are slightly more progressive. We find a nice cafe somewhere. Doesn't matter where. Just find a nice cafe that's quiet. All right, so we get the head of IS, the head of the Taliban, the head of the moderates, we get a few other splinter groups in, all right? And uh, because the Aussies are one to do deals and, you know, try and come to a happy medium, we'll get, a, we'll get, well, we'll get old mate to sort this problem out, all right? So, righto, so we grab the head of the Taliban, we grab the head of IS, we grab the head of the moderates, we grab the Kuwaitis, the Saudis, all of it, right? And we just find somewhere in the Middle East, that has good coffee. All right, so let's go to that cafe, grab some coffee, all right, grab some coffee, and let's sit down. Now, the Americans have gone home. I suppose also the Australians have gone home, Europe's gone home, and so have the Brits. So we're just dealing with the Arabs. No one else under the influence. We're just dealing with the Arabs here, okay? All right. So we know the Taliban want to control a certain section of the Middle East. We know IS wants a caliphate in a certain section, and the poor moderates are on the end of the whole lot. Okay. So we turn to the Taliban, and we say to the Taliban, right, if you could have a section of one of the countries in the Middle East, what is it? Where do you want to have your area of the Middle East? And so they say, well, we want the top of Iraq. Okay, the top of Iraq. We then turn around to IS. Now, IS want to have a caliphate right through the guts of the Middle East. And they want Sharia law and the caliphate and all this Muslim stuff that old mate doesn't understand and can only pick up what he's seen in the media. But they want that area. And so you say, all right, I'll tell you what, guys. Taliban, will you allow... IS, to have a portion of your area. Now, the Taliban say, all right, but we don't want them cutting in too far. All right, well, hang on. IS, can you have that bit then? The Taliban wants this bit. Can you have that bit? Right? And you come to a happy medium between the two, right? And then you say, okay. So you put guards, not a physical border wall. You put guards along that border. Right, so that there's no crosstalk because you don't want that. All right, that sorts out that area. All right, continue with the cup of coffee in the Middle East. All right, now the moderates, the moderates and the progressive who are fairly accepting of other religions the Catholics, the Jews, the Christians, the Baptists, the Buddhists, um, the Hindus, so on and so forth. Okay. Now, they say, well, look, we need somewhere safe to be. We accept and respect other religions. But we need a safe haven for the moderates, the progressive Muslims who are less violent. Um, We want somewhere safe. So you sit there and say, right, well, the Taliban's got that part of Iraq and Syria and all that, and then you've got IS has got their part of Iraq and Syria and Levant or whatever it is. And they have their caliphate and all that. And you post guards on the borders so that there's no chance of any fighting. So you don't want a physical wall because we don't want a physical wall. But we need to have a boundary where the two parts of Islam can go about their own way of life. All right. So we do that. Now, the Saudis are saying, oh, hang on a minute. We sort of need a bit of leeway here too. Well, hang on, we'll get to you in a minute, Saudi Arabia. Let's just sort out the Taliban and IS first. Now, once you've got the Taliban and IS sorted out, we then need to say to them, right, you've got your area of the Middle East, you've got your area of the Middle East, you can't leave. And you are not allowed to be part of the world. Because it's clear you are against the world. So if we give you what you want in your areas, you can't leave your areas. Now, if the Taliban say, well, you know, we're going to try and overthrow IS, well, fine, but you can't go anywhere else. So if you kill yourselves, that's it. Right. So we put, now Saudi Arabia says, well, hang on, we're quite happy to have the moderates and the progressives, and we also respect the Catholics, the Buddhists, the Christians, the Baptists, they can come to us. Okay, fine. Job done. Ow. Smash the desk. Job done. That sorts out the Middle East. Now, obviously, the Yanks are going to be up in arms over this, but they can't come anywhere near it. They're home. They are not allowed anywhere near the Middle East. You can't come in. You come in, and someone will clobber you. All right? You can't come in. All right? Now, once you've got the Middle East and that sorted out, we can then move on to something else. Now, the, as I said, this will be an ongoing simple fix problem. So we've got the Middle East sorted out. The Yanks have gone home. The American military has gone and they've gone home. So have the Brits, so have the Europeans, so have us Aussies, so are the Kiwis. Everyone's left the Middle East. You've got your Caliphate for IS and your area for the Taliban. All your moderates, your progressives and other Arabs are in an area where it is safe for them in the Middle East. Now, if that's Saudi Arabia or Kuwait or somewhere like that, you know, or maybe part of Syria, then that's where they stay safe. But again, you can't leave. All right not allowed to leave because it's clear they don't want to play part of the globe. They want to be their own little world. So if you want to be your own little world, you can't leave. Simple. Problem solved. Everyone's happy in the Middle East. IS has what they want, but they can't leave. The Taliban has what they want, but they can't leave either. And there's a restriction of 100 kilometres on the borders. Now, that might... regard remapping part of the Middle East, but you get the job done, okay? We're good to go. See, us Aussies know how to do a deal, all right? Forget the politicians, the bureaucrats, the diplomats, the ambassadors, so on and so forth, because clearly we've seen it doesn't work, all right? Because political diplomacy is a complete waste of time. Okay, so we've sorted that problem out. And we find over the next few weeks that things start to settle down, which is really good. America's looking after its own self on its own land. The Brits are, well, looking after themselves. The Europeans, well, we need to fix the European problem. We can do that in a later episode. And Australia and New Zealand are looking after their own backyard. Okay, so once the Middle East is sorted out, well, we've got another big problem on the cards. The elephant in the room. China. China. Now, as we know, China demands respect, but only respects those who are communist dictatorships. Now, we need to do something about China here. We've got to fix this problem, okay? Now, we know that a hundred years of communist rules coming up, which is not a good look for the rest of the world. China wants to be part of the global community, but they just expect us to accept them. The problem is respect earns respect if you get my drift. Okay? Now China's an apparent developing country, which is utterly crap. China's fully developed, okay? Dose of reality. Now China's problem is at the moment, they're hacking everybody who is in the Western world. Democratically sovereign countries. They're hacking the crap out of them. Australia gets it every hour, right? So what we do, We grab the dictator from China, find a neutral country, not America, not Europe, definitely not Russia, find a neutral country, say Japan, Japan's got good coffee, so I've been told. All right, so we've got Xi Jinping there in Japan with an Aussie. Probably someone like, either someone like Old Mate, or, you know, someone from out back Queensland or New South Wales, where deals are deals. Right, we got the coffee? Okay, listen up China. Now you can't keep doing this rubbish, right? You can't keep hacking the crap out of countries and stealing their state secrets, it's ridiculous. All right, so i tell you what, I'll do you a deal. Now you demand respect, but you don't often give it to other countries. You definitely don't respect sovereign borders and you're hacking the crap out of Australia, you're hacking the crap out of Europe and you're hacking the crap out of Britain and the US and Canada and all that, right? Now that's fine if you've got 100 years of communist rule coming up, but if you want respect, which we know China demands respect, you've got to give it. Now, if you want to play on the global stage, how about you respect democratic countries? How about you stop hacking the crap out of our country? Stop hacking the crap out of the Yanks. Stop hacking the crap out of the Canadians, the British, and the Europeans. Now, if you stop all that crap and start respecting and stop, you know, trying to coerce countries to become puppet states of China, right, then you'll get the respect. You might get a bit of leniency from some countries. Some countries might become a bit more friendly towards you. If you keep bulldozing your way through the world, ain't that you're never going to get anywhere, China? So you got Xi Jinping sitting down there having a cuppa, and you just lay it out there. All right, you just you just say, hey, listen, look, you know, if you want the world to respect you, now China respects the likes of freaking North Korea, Cuba, Russia, you know, where things are oppressive. China hates the Western world. Always has, really, hasn't it? So you, you, you grab Xi Jinping and you basically sit down and you tell him. You forget the diplomacy, forget the political jargon, you forget the bureaucratic mumbo-jumbo. You sit him down with a cup of coffee and you basically say, hey, listen, fella. Okay? Stop disrespecting democratic countries. Stop infiltrating the way they do things. Stop all this. And then you might get some countries be more friendly towards you. You can't just go around, you know, hacking the hell out of countries and and, and, and planting misinformation everywhere, in inverted commas. You've you got to play ball. You know, you, you, you gotta, you, you're you got a roost short in the top paddock, mate. Beer short of a six-pack. So China, you, you want respect, right? Now, China demands it. What China doesn't get is to get respect, you've got to give it. China has no respect for Australia, no respect for the US, no respect for any British colony. They're just bulldozing their way through the world. So, Xi Jinping, I'll do you a deal. All right? You want the world to respect you, even though you're a communist dictatorship and with an oppressive past. I'll do you a deal. We'll start respecting China if number one, China becomes part of the global community. Number two, China respects democratically elected countries with sovereign borders. China stops planting misinformation. China stops hacking things to pieces. China stops stealing state secrets. China stops pretending to be a developing country. Now, Xi Jinping, you stop that. you, You shake on that deal now. You stop that, and the world will respect you. But you keep up your current behavior, pal, and you're going to be more than two packs short of a six pack of beer very, very quickly. Super quick. Okay? Now, the U.S., as I said, has gone home. They're not allowed anywhere near these meetings, all right? We're doing this Australian way, all right? And we're not using politicians. We're using people who have a sense of common sense, all right? So it's a simple fix. So, so far, we've sort of fixed up the problems in the Middle East. China's got food for thought. Now, obviously, you're going to want him to get on the blower and um, say to you, yeah, all right, mate, look, you know, if, if you if you jump on the blower in the next day or so and give me your answer and you actually say, yeah, all right, the deal's on, well, then you can pretty much guarantee as soon as China comes out and admits that, hey, maybe we ought to change our behaviour a little bit, China might be slightly more accepted into the global community, assuming they actually do what has been dealt with what the deal back comes off the back of, basically. Now, if that was to happen, okay, we've got the Middle East sorted out, IS has their caliphate area, the Taliban's got their area to rule like, you know, with an iron fist, but they can't go anywhere. The progressive Muslims, the moderate Muslims, the Catholics, the Christians, the Baptists, the Buddhists, the Hindis, in that part of the Middle East are all sorted out. Okay? So... The Yanks have gone home. Everyone's gone home. We've got the Middle East done. We've told China what to go do with themselves, right? Now, the only thing would be is that if China turns around and goes, no, well, we still want all your state secrets, and that's when you turn around and go, well, that's easy, China. We'll cut the phone line. You can't get out of China. Simple as that. Now that would obviously make him a little bit panic. So you, you've got to be full. you've got to be firm with them. And this is what they are very good at do, doing. The outback Australians do it all the time. So you forget about politicians, you forget about diplomats, you forget about bureaucrats and ambassadors because frankly, we've seen now for so many decades and decades upon decades and decades upon decades that politics and diplomacy doesn't work. Oh, and the other thing we need to do is rip up the free trade deals as well because they clearly need to be fixed up. I mean, we're going to have to apply a simple fix to the trade deals too. So, the Middle East is sorted out. China's sorted out. Uh, There's a few other problems in the world though, isn't there? I mean, we've got a lot of problems to sort out in the simple fix, all right? Now, the other thing is too is having America out of the picture Right, means that you know they're not being influenced. Now we can sort out the US at a later date. All right, we can get onto the US shortly uh, in the ongoing series because the US definitely needs uh, some common sense. Washington DC is clearly a little bit of a bureaucratic political mess. I'm sure we could probably sort that problem out. That shouldn't take too long. Uh not sure what we do about uh, the president. I've got no idea what the hell we're going to do about Washington, but us Aussies often come up with good ideas, right? The other thing we've got to fix here in Australia, basically, we've got to apply a simple fix to Canberra. Now, I'm just not really sure how we're going to fix Canberra. Uh, we're going to have to think of something to do with that, um, but we'll get to that. We can get to that. So the Middle East is all sorted out, they're happy. Uh, Probably the oil price will drop as well now a little bit too. Um, China, well, you know, we may have to squeeze them a little bit for them to conform, but we should be able to get something going there. Um, Old mate's probably done a fair bit, so there we go. See, it's easy. The whole idea is you find a happy medium. And then you stick to it. Now, the other thing too, with the Middle East, they can't leave. They can't have passports. They can't travel internationally. They cannot leave. Because if they do leave and are found in another country, they'll just be sent back. We just send them back. We catch them on the plane. All right, and we send them straight back again. They'll get the idea because they'll soon realize they're not part of the global community. The world doesn't want to know about them. They can do their own infighting, have their own civil war and deal with their own problems because we don't want to deal with them, right? So they try and escape their country or their border. and We just send them straight back again. Doesn't matter if they're feeling persecuted, either be it IS against the Taliban, Taliban against the IS, whatever. It doesn't matter, just send them straight back. That's the deal. See? It works. <laughs> it's brilliant. You see, when you get rid of all the political numb, you know, num nuts in the area, and all the other diplomats and bureaucracy and everything that goes with it, you can get a problem sorted out really easy. Like it's super simple. I mean, okay, look, let's face it. It's amazing when you get politicians involved in a problem, how much bigger the problem gets. Right? Now, if you were to get old mate involved in some of this, I reckon your average human could sort out a problem better than your average politician can, or your average diplomat or bureaucrat. Right? Because it doesn't work. You've had every country trying to tell, pull China into line and it doesn't work. You've got to give them something. Same with the Middle East. The Middle East has been a disaster for so many decades now. There's no point doing politics and diplomacy and all that world grandstanding crap. You get a normal human off the street who knows how to do a deal. You grab a nice hot cup of coffee from a cafe. You sit down with the relevant parties and you say, hey, listen, guys, come on. Let's work something out here. how much better would the world be if that was the case in some cases how much better would the world be if you didn't have politicians pulling their own uh, blowing their own trumpets half the time so there we are episode one of the simple fix next episode we'll try and fix some other problems around the world enjoy your day guys Cheers. This has been another presentation from Backyard Tech.